This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Hi, I'm Hanif Baharuddin. You're tuned into GG Well Played, BFM's video game show. We'll be giving you our take on Mario's latest adventure in Super Mario Brothers Wonder. But before that, here's a recap of some of the biggest news in the world of gaming with Ofnil Ting, who's flying solo this time around. Thank you, Hanif. First up, Fortnite's season OG has just ended, where players get to re-experience Fortnite's first 10 seasons within a span of one month. The season ended with a preview of three new live services that will soon come to Fortnite during the game's Big Bang event. First up is LEGO Fortnite, a juicy collaboration between Epic and LEGO. Uh, This new survival crafting mode takes cues from LEGO Worlds and Minecraft. One of the coolest parts about this new mod is that it includes LEGO Minifig versus versions of more than 1,200 Fortnite characters already in the game and gives you LEGO versions of your own skins for free. This game mode will launch on the 7th of December and rewards Better Pass XP for Fortnite Battle Royale. LEGO Fortnite isn't the only new game coming to the expanding suite of experiences. Rocket Racing, which combines elements of kart racers, Fortnite and Rocket League, is also coming soon with customizable vehicles, much like Fortnite Battle Royale is introducing. Like LEGO Fortnite, playing this game grants seasonal battle pass xp the final of three major new games hitting fortnite this season is fortnite festival developed by rock band's legendary studio harmonix the studio was acquired by epic a few years ago and it seems fortnite festival is the fruit of the team's labor since then a social co-op music making game fortnite festival essentially revitalizes the music genre with your favorite fortnite characters licensed tracks and more like lego fortnite and rocket racing it too rewards battle pass xp fortnite festival launches on december 9th with a special crossover with The Weeknd. Fortnite's hype train is back on track with OG season making headlines and reportedly clocking 44.7 million players online in just one day. Epic has plans for OG season's return next year, but will it bring back the same map as a separate mood or something entirely new? Guess we'll find out next year. Okay, moving on. We hope you are done with Cyberpunk because we are going back to the Witcher franchise. Almost half of CD Projekt's development staff are now working on the next Witcher game, currently known as Project Polaris. The news comes from CD Projekt's earnings report last Thursday. According to the company's CEO, Adam Kicinski, over 400 developers will be working on Polaris by the middle of 2024, with some currently transferring from development of Cyberpunk 2077, Phantom Liberty. This new project was unveiled in March 2022 and is set to be one of the first few games from CD Projekt Red running on Unreal Engine 5. Project Polaris is kicking off a whole new Witcher trilogy planned to roll out over six years. Colin Walder, the studio's engineering director, talked about how CD Projekt is learning from the mistakes made during Cyberpunk 2077's development and they're making changes running and doing internal reviews for the console versions way earlier in the game's development process. There's obviously no release date for Polaris yet, but back in October 2022, Kicinski mentioned that the game is at least three years away from happening, so here's hoping that the studio will take their time with the development rather than repeating Cyberpunk's fiasco. Alright, last but certainly not least, an alleged Grand Theft Auto 6 gameplay footage has been leaked online before the game's official reveal on the 5th of December. The footage was originally uploaded by a now private TikTok account, Azarosi. The footage in question has been circulating around on X, which apparently shows off the scale of the new game's map. 
Now, the authenticity of this video is up in the air, but the online community has been drawing parallels between this and a leaked city map from last September. GTA-based, a trusted source for Rockstar Game News as per IGN, suggested that this leaked footage might have originated from the child of a Rockstar Games employee. However, there's no solid proof of Rockstar taking action against this video. The suspicion that the leak may be linked to the employee's skin is currently quite strong. And lastly, GTA Base notes that it is possible that a photo being used as evidence might not be from a son of an employee, but from a third party attempting to pose as such. But either way, now may be a good time to mute keywords like GTA 6 on social media and be careful online as there's now a greater chance of being spoiled by things potentially surfacing online. As of now, Rockstar has not verified the authenticity of the leaked footage, nor has it confirmed that any employee's relatives were involved in its release. The official reveal of the trailer for Grand Theft Auto 6 will be happening on Tuesday 5th of December at 10pm Malaysian time. And that's all the news that we have for you today. Back to you, Hanif. Thank you very much, Afnil. It's always an occasion to look forward to whenever Nintendo releases a new Mario game and it's no exception with Super Mario Bros. Wonder, another flagship release for the franchise but this time back to its side-scrolling nature. With new power-ups and interesting level design, does this game hit the mark especially for long-time fans? Well, let's hear from one of them. OJ Law joins me to share his thoughts on the game. I mean, I think this is really, for me as someone who grew up loving all the Mario games as a kid, uh, I think Super Mario Brothers 3, uh, Super Mario World are two of the greatest games of all time. And those were released back in the, the 80s and 90s, I think, early 90s. Uh, and since then, there have been um, Super Mario 2D games that have come out with, you know, the entire sort of new Super Mario Brothers series that sort of came out on like the DS and the Wii and the Wii U. Um, that series was kind of like it kind of felt very formulaic in a way like it and i kind of understand why because there was a big gap between uh, the last 2d mario game and then when mario went 3d they made a lot of 3d games right they then super mario 64 and then they had sunshine and galaxy and then the sort of 3d games came kind of were the ones where you could see Nintendo were spending a lot of effort to make the games sort of like, you know, pushing the boundaries of what a platformer could be. Mm. And so it almost seemed like for many, many years that the 2D game was kind of like not that important. They were very by the numbers. They all had a very sort of similar sort of style and look. Uh, the music was often reused for a lot of these games. So finally, on this, this new game for Super Mario Brothers Wonder, it seems like Nintendo have thought, okay, well, you know, it's time to take this seriously and give this a bit of a, a modern makeover in a way, I guess. And I have to say it's definitely the most excited I've been about a Super Mario Brothers 2D game in a long time, basically since the Super Nintendo era. They've mm -hmm. totally, and a lot of it is just how the game sort of sounds and looks, you know, they've sort of given the whole thing a graphical makeover. So um, it doesn't look, you know, sort of like, I think there was a period where it was getting a bit tired where you would have very similar sort of um, styles of levels where it would just be, okay, you've got your overground and you've got your underground and you've got your fire level and you've got your ice level. This game kind of uh, just, you know, they've really pushed out... Um, I think uh, artistically, 
it just looks very re refreshing and unique where um, I guess like a lot of the levels don't kind of look, um, uh, yeah, very generic in the way that I think um, we were used to. And there's a lot of things they've done to sort of revive um, the game. Where do I begin? It's um, <laughs> The power-ups? Yeah, okay, let's talk about the power-ups first. I feel the power-ups are like, even though they, you know, the, the main thing about this game you see in a lot of the promotion for this is Elephant Mario, which to be honest, when I saw Elephant Mario, I'm just like, oh, they're really scraping the bottom of the barrel here. <laughs> you know, it's just like, yeah. just if I can just see the future now where Mario and every game is just going to be a different animal, you know, and the next game is going to have Giraffe Mario <laughs> or something like that. Um, but actually, yeah, uh, Elephant Mario is a pretty cool uh, power-up. Uh, basically, it's exactly what you imagine. He's just big and strong. He can break bricks and, um, you know, smash people with his trunk. Uh, he can drink water and use that to water uh, certain things to get uh, reveal secrets and power-ups. So that was one power-up. The other power-up, there's a Bubble Mario, which kind of has a bubble-bubble kind of thing where you kind of, kind of shoot uh, bubbles around enemies and pop them and jump on enemies. I kind of like that because I grew up playing Bubble Bubble. So that kind of gave me, you know, sort of nostalgic throwback. And it's nice to see that incorporated, not even like as a, a main thing. It's just a power up that sometimes appears in the game. Uh, and there's also Drill Mario. And Drill Mario is, as you can imagine, he can drill into the ground and into the ceiling. And, you know, that can be used also to uh, discover uh, new things. Onward, onward. Now, what I think is really cool about the game is that you have your standard levels and, you know, the goal is still the same as it always was in Mario. You start the level and then you try to get to the end of the level in the flagpole and then at the end of that, then you move on to the next level. But within each level, there is kind of almost like a, a side quest, side um, level uh, goal kind of thing. Every level, there's um, you're collecting these things called wonder fruits, and the wonder fruits, as you collect them, they'll allow you to unlock other levels as you go along. But each level also has uh, a wonder. Is it a wonder sun? <laughs> wonder fruit? Uh, wonder sun? But basically, there's something you can collect halfway through the level, and that sort of transforms the level into a kind of. I don't even know how to explain it. Explain it. It's every level has kind of a unique side quest only specific to that level where suddenly uh, maybe Mario becomes really big or the level becomes really dark or it becomes like a musical level and every single level usually has its own sort of unique spin of what's going on and it sort of makes it it kind of reminded me in a way of like um, something like WarioWare have you ever played WarioWare is that not game? really but I've heard of WarioWare yeah, yeah. Where, where basically WarioWare was is a game a mini game uh, game where every few seconds you would have a different game to play. Oh. So it's not quite as drastic as that, but basically in every single Mario stage, you'll have, when you get um, the Wonder Sun, Wonder Star, it, the game will transform and suddenly you have another quest where you have to do something to get the extra hidden Wonder Fruit in the level. And it's just really crazy, the stuff that you're doing. Um, just quite out of the box thinking, uh, sometimes a bit trippy or psychedelic. And um, it just makes the whole thing game really fresh because every level, you're not really sure. First of all, you want to play these things because it's added a whole new dimension to every level. And you're kind of 
just it's really exciting to get the fruit and what see what's going to happen when you get it um one of the really early levels which i'll just spoil because it's like level two or something like that you get one of these wonder fruits uh wonders wonder suns <laughs> mm. and um the whole level turns into kind of a, a musical level where all the piranha plants are singing a song as you go through the stage not even that challenging but it's just sort of like you're like oh, okay you, you get that as the second stage in the game and you're like okay this game is like trying to do something different now you know um it's not just your typical Mario getting to the goal and beating Bowser. I mean, it is, but then they sort of added that new dimension to it, which um, is really lovely. And um, I, I, I just love the attention to detail they've put into the game. The fact that they, you know, some of this stuff they don't really need to do, but they've totally redesigned all the sound effects. So with the jumps, you know, and the, when you get the power-ups and stuff like that, which I think they've been using the same ones for like, must be 15 to 20 years now. And, and just to hear a, a new take on those sound effects, yeah, they're sort of similar, but you're just like, okay, it's something new. And that, and that sort of refreshes, I feel, what the, the 2D Mario games have needed for a really, really long time. That was OJ Law sharing his thoughts on Mario's latest escapade in Super Mario Bros. Wonder. We'll have more after the short break. Stay tuned. This is Gigi Well Played on BFM 89.9. BFM 89.9, you're listening to Gigi Well Played. I'm your host, Hanif Baharudin. reviewing the latest Mario game Super Mario Brothers Wonder with OJ Law and here's the second part of our review of the game. Based on your description, sounded like the game is a bit more layered. There, there are more layers to it rather than, I guess, um, you know, my immediate assumption upon hearing that it's going to be another 2D release or a return to 2D style platformer is that um, they might be limited in terms of how they're going to approach it in terms of providing something different because I think ever since 64 the one good thing about the fully 3D Mario is that they've always been very good at coming up with something distinctive for all the iterations of fully 3D Mario platformers right so um, yeah I was initially a bit wary of like oh okay so they're going to go back to 2D um, interesting but will they be able to bring something different and unique to the table right yes yeah so yeah it kind of feels like you're you're right because in the 3D games whenever there's a new 3D Mario game you're always like oh yeah they're gonna try to do something and push the boundaries and Mm. bring something new to the table so Mm. I feel like they've brought that creativity from the 3D games and they've now injected that into the 2D games and I think they've kind of yeah they've kind of raised the bar a bit I think from I kind of expect now going forwards that they'll have to, um, you know, treat the 2D games with more respect. And I think it kind of, you know, pe- people know that, you know, that they're making effort, you know, or when stuff feels stale, right? When you release something that it feels like, yeah, we're just uh, making some new levels and then we're going to copy and paste all the assets from the old game onto the new game and then maybe add like a few new things. And when that happens, you're like, well, I don't really want to play this. I don't really want to spend... 200 ringgit or whatever (laughs) to to spend something where i can see you've not spent that much love and attention on on a game you know there's there's a lot of money um but to be able to see what they've done now where you can see they've really i mean it's a beautiful looking game as well the i think the way they've sort of redesigned mario and 
um, you know, the backgrounds and the colors uh, and everything. It really comes together in a in a beautiful package. Hmm. Um, if I'm not mistaken, there are also um, online components for this game. I don't know. Did you manage to actually give it a try? So it's kind of interesting. Again, the, these are like the, there are some things which are, feel quite modern about the game. Mm. Uh, well, let's talk about the online component first. They've kind of taken um, inspiration, I guess, from From Software, where <laughs> when you go online, you can kind of see other people playing at the same time as you. Oh, okay. Um, and then they can you can kind of help each other indirectly like if someone sort of like dies or something then you can someone can help you to continue the game and i guess you know by seeing other people play the game you might see them uncover secrets that you might not have noticed by yourself um in some ways i guess that make make the game a bit easy and one thing i would say about the game is like so far i'm probably about 3 quarters of the way through i think I haven't found it particularly challenging. Um, I don't hold that against the game because I feel like it feels like they've purposely designed this game as fun first. You know, it's it's not necessarily that important to make something really hard where you're going to play the game over and over again. Maybe the levels over and over again, and you're getting really frustrated that you can't finish the levels. It seems to me this game is more about the journey and the joy of playing. And that really comes across to me. So the game, even without, I, I didn't really play the online component that much because it was kind of like the game was, I was already finding the game wasn't that difficult. And then seeing people do stuff kind of took the mystery away from me because I, I, I'm the kind of player who, Mario, I want to find the secrets. You know, I, I know they've hidden stuff in all the levels. You know, you got to find the hidden block or something off screen that you can't see. But yeah, I think for people who are a bit more casual about the game, then the, that online um, aspect is really cool. Um, the other thing that is nice, and this isn't really related to online, they've added this new system of um, badge power-ups. So previous Mario games, apart from the main power-ups, you would have the mushroom and the five flowers and stuff like that. Mario would often have a bunch of skills um, that he might already have, you know, on the game or maybe certain power-ups they he would get, then he would get them. So maybe, for example, he would have something to float or if a crouching jump or jumping wall jumps and stuff like that, uh, floaty jumps, double jumps. And now they've designed it in a way where you, as you play the game, you can buy these badge power-ups. And before you start a level, you can choose one power-up to take into the game with you. And then you'll be able to use that throughout the level. And that's really cool. That's like a nice little spin. It feels like a very sort of modern sort of thing to me, you know, where you choose, like choosing your loadout in a way, you know, but instead of choosing like your weapons, you just say, okay, this for this level, I want to have a floaty jump, you know, and then you're going to take that into the level and, and then you could always go back. And some things might help you find secrets in a level that you might not have been able to find otherwise. Or maybe it would help you get through tricky parts of the levels that you might not, you know, you're having difficulty with. And you're like, okay, I'm really having a problem making this jump. So I'm going to I'm going to take the the floating parachute. I'm going to take the parachute in with me to this level. And um, yeah, I, I really like that. Again, it's just something not most of these power ups were in previous Mario games, but they weren't sort of like um, used in this way. You know, it was just kind of like you had them straight away. Like in a 3D, in the 3D Mario games, you always have a wall jump and you always have the triple jump. But in this one, you go like, okay, I gotta, I, I don't always have them. If I want to have them, then I'm gonna, you have to select that power up before I go into the level and play. 
Does it yeah. allow you at least um, a way to strategize to, to tackle a level? Um, yeah, it does. I think again, I uh, I think I've played too much Mario, so like <laughs> even I probably don't actually need any of these power ups to take in, but they're nice to have. I think I just like. Uh, I usually default to the spin jump, I think, because which was something that was introduced in the new Super Mario Brothers game. So I think I'm just used to having a spinning jump where it just gives you a bit more time in the air and a bit more height, which is useful for you know reaching high places or uh, oh, and I think when you spin, you're probably uh, invulnerable as well. Maybe if mm. I remember correctly, yeah. Yeah. Mm. If only the game is a bit more challenging, right? Because I think if you have a component like this, if the game is a bit more challenging, then it will yeah. allow players to you will quote unquote force players to actually strategize their yeah. approach, right? There is um there is a special world in the game where I played a couple of levels and those levels were really hard. I think I'm planning to go back and tackle those levels once I finish the game because this is quite common in the Mario games. Basically, once you reach late on in the game, they throw out a world of like insanely difficult levels. I mean, for the majority, even for me, I find them very, very challenging. Um, but yeah, I would like to see. I feel like you know Nintendo have been quite good about you know releasing dlc and stuff like that so I, and this and i presume this game's been doing quite well so i'd like to see like some level packs or something i feel there's room for them to do more um because it doesn't seem like the game is that big you see the world map very early on and it seems like there's only six worlds and then uh overworld map which has some more levels um yeah I, my, my history of 2d mario is i always remember they would have eight so i don't know why they're cheaping out now and that again maybe they're holding stuff back for <laughs> to sell us dlc yeah, yeah you know how it is nowadays yeah um so technically i mean despite this game technically being a 2d platformer um it is part of the mainline series right um so you can see nintendo perhaps wanting the 2d platformer to still be given i guess some form of recognition and maybe respect as well but where do you rank this game in terms of um where does it compare compared to uh, other previous releases yeah so i have two rankings because i kind of feel like 2d mario and 3d mario are like different you know very different okay but i i would say this is probably the best 2d mario game since yeah since the super nintendo since uh, super mario world or if you if you count yoshi's island as a Mario game than Yoshi's Island as well. Um, it's just, you know, it's just so... I remember when the new Super Mario Brothers series came back, I was so excited to play that. I think the first one was on the on the, on the the DS and sort of being quite disappointed when the game came out and just being like, oh, this is this is it. This is, you know, what I've waited so many years for. Um, so, yeah, this, I feel, is a real return to form for the game. Probably... Uh, it's so hard to rank them. I mean, I, I would need more time, really. I, it's going to be really hard to beat Super Mario Brothers 3 and Super Mario World. So maybe it would be like third third or fourth best 2D Mario game. Mm. Yeah. All right. So you won't compare them against the other 3D platformers, right? Oh, no. I, it's They're just too different. It's, I, yeah. I feel like when you go into the 3D platform world, it's, you're playing a different kind of game already, you know? Mm. So the sort of pleasures you get from that kind of game, yeah, it's, it's very different. Well, 2D Mario games are very sort of fast and snappy and like you can get through them really fast. And I feel them 2D games are more, more skill-based. It's more about timing and reflexed. Well, the 3D games, there's a bit of like timing and reflex in some of the levels, but it's more about, you know, exploring and adventure, I feel. Yeah. Okay. Considering that the last 3D Mario was uh, Odyssey in, and it was released in 2017, um, would you be okay if they don't, if the next one is still a 2D one, or would you rather them 
I guess release another 3D Mario. Okay. I mean, I think they're going to do both. I mean, I feel like you know, you, we all know about the rumors of Switch 2 being released next year. So I feel this is kind of a nice send off for the Switch. And I'm sure, I mean, Nintendo haven't announced anything for Switch 2, right? So I wouldn't be surprised if they have a 3D Mario game lined up within launch window or the first year of the Switch 2. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I was happy to see what, I mean, Nintendo generally like 95% of the time with their big guns, they, you know, they, they usually, they usually bring it. I mean, they've had an amazing year. I mean, Tears of the Kingdom is such a brilliant game. Um, and then to have you know a return to form with it with 2d mario is is brilliant as well yeah you're tuning into gg well played and that was our take on nintendo's super mario brothers wonder with oj law sharing his takes on the game and the franchise if you'd like to listen to this episode again look for the podcast on bfm.my our app available on the apple app store or google play you can also find our podcast on spotify do share your thoughts and the games that you play via our email ggwp at bfm.my don't forget to also follow the station on x at bfm radio my name is Sanif baharudin thanks for joining us game on and please take care this has been gg well played You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.